Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Miss Monroe. You're going to need two ounces of strawberry and vanilla infused vodka, one ounce of St. Germain, three-fourth ounces of lemon juice, two dashes of habanero bitters, one muddled strawberry, and you're going to top this off with Sprite and garnish with edible rose petals. Miss mm. Monroe. Miss Monroe, what's up? That's me. Mine would be a little bit more hood, though. What would you put in yours? A little Hennessy instead of that strawberry infused vodka. We're going to do like Hennessy. The fuck? Strawberry? No. That's taken away from the alcohol volume. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, y'all? We're back. I, I know. We had to take a little vacation last week. Thanksgiving? Yes. I had a great Thanksgiving. How was yours? It was great. Um, It was different because it's not like I'm the matriarch of the family and we uh-huh. had Thanksgiving at my apartment. Okay. You know, Who I came? had my mom, my dad, Malik, Margot. Also, the whole family came. The family came except for Mac. And I was like, mm, something Should about your sister. Yeah. You know, that sister bond. It's just like, I mean, I wish she could have been there, but I'll see her for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, You know what I wanted to ask you? Do you think anyone thinks about the Native Americans on Thanksgiving? I personally don't. You don't? Mm-hmm. Did you? We uh, The reason Usually? why I did was because, like, my dad and my brother are, like, super deep thinkers and, and people like that. And they brought up the Native Americans, and we said a little prayer for them. Y'all have such a thoughtful family. <laughs> I'll tell you about my Thanksgiving later, but it was, like, not like that at all. <laughs> not, like... No disrespect to the Native Americans, but we really didn't think about it. We were too busy arguing over store-bought carrot souffle. But go ahead. So your family gets <laughs> store-bought. Okay. So um, yeah. So we um, we cooked at my house. We had dinner. My mom threw down. I helped her. And to this year, like I literally felt like I can cook a Thanksgiving meal. Are you gonna do it next year? Not by myself, but okay. I definitely. My mom doesn't like to what let people she help. She, I don't either. I'm like, mom. I made the macaroni and cheese because I make really great macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, she made collard greens. She did dressing. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. did potato salad. She did yams, and they mm-hmm. were so good. That's the only thing I don't think I know how to make is yams. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did turkey, of course. And is that all we had? Cranberry sauce. You know, we had the traditional black Thanksgiving. What kind meal. of cranberry sauce do y'all use? Because that's like a big argument in my family. The one without the seeds, like the jelly one that you cut. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine eating it with seeds. So let me tell you, Sean likes to make fresh cranberry sauce, right? Mm-mm. My mom, she looks just like you. My mom cuts up every year. She brought three cans of the jelly. She was like, I want the rings in it. Yep. I want to slice it. I know everybody going to want some. She, When we walked in my grandmother's house, she was like, Sean. What kind of cranberry sauce y'all got? <laughs> and you know how my mama is. Like, people get serious about that. I don't eat cranberry sauce. You don't, don't eat cranberry sauce? I don't eat dressing. You don't eat dressing? My mama says it's because, um, well, it don't matter what she said. <laughs> what she say? I'll tell you later. But she made some dressing this year. And it was all right. I was like, you know, usually I don't like it. I don't know if it's a texture thing. If I've just been having it too dry or I've had it too moist or what. It just wasn't right. But she... Did a recipe. A lot year, of people can't make it. Girl, I went to a friend's mm-hmm. giving. It's like potato salad. Potato salad and macaroni and cheese. Yeah. But I went to a friend's giving and it was all black girls and the potato salad, not the potato salad, the stuffing was like a sponge. It was it was stuffing, not dressing. It was right. It was like the girl was from Canada. So I oh. forgave her. I was like, oh, okay, you don't get it. 
I saw a tweet that was like, somebody was like, what's the difference between dressing and stuffing? I just learned. And, and the guy said, if you dance to the beat, is dressing. If you dance to the words, is stuffing. And I was like, you're so shady. That's funny. How was your Thanksgiving, Miss uh, Traveler? <laughs> it was fun. I got to see so many people. Usually, I spend my holidays with um, my mother's side of the family. This year, I got to see everybody. Mm-hmm. So that was fun for me. I got to see um, all of my sisters. We were never in a place all together, which is what I really wanted. Medina, I don't have a picture with all three of my sisters together. Ever like, in at life. All. And every year I'm like, oh, it's going to be the holidays. Oh, I'm going to see my sisters. I really want this picture. I really want this picture. There was a time when we were all together, but we just didn't get a picture because we were having fun. I'm just like, man, how can I get that? But um, I went to Dallas first. Mm -hmm. I brought my light. D-Town, what's up? Okay, I had so much fun. My mom was like blowing up my phone. She wanted me to come to her house, but I flew into Love Field. I wasn't going basically to Fort Worth right away. Like once I made it all the way west, you know, that's not I'm not coming back. So I went and hung out with some friends. I went to a really cool listening party. Shout out to Ray Walker. He invited me to um, a party for his music video release. That was cool. Hung out with some friends. Hung out with my family. My little siblings are grown. Madison is 18 years old. And she sneaks and listens to the podcast, which I don't appreciate. Um, Not a lot fair. of my family listens to the podcast. It makes me so uncomfortable. It makes me very uncomfortable. Please, does don't your family listen. listen? Like your siblings and everybody? My brother and Margot listen. Uh, yeah, I think there have been some episodes where where Leek is like, okay, I'm not listening to that one, but they listen. Uh, oh, I hate it. I'm pretty sure some of my older old family members listen because they always bring up sex when I'm around I'm just like you guys we don't have to do that right my mm-hmm. little cousin who's like 15 he was like Kiki your podcast is weird yeah because it's not age appropriate right and I'm telling your mother mm-hmm. if you family if listen. you really want to support us just get a uh, give Make us a, a donation. donation yeah okay? like that's a better form of support I mean the rest of y'all can do that too right but I'm just saying oh one other thing I want to say before we move on from Thanksgiving um while I was in New Orleans I got a chance to meet some of our listeners listeners i met <sighs> shayla so shout out to her she was really cool her and one of our former man crushes uh his instagram name is red tail kale they invited me out for Did he punch in your drinks face? no he was really nice <laughs> and so i i said you know what sometimes when you say bad things about people you need to retract it in the same way so i wanted to make sure on the episode when we talked about him, I was like, eh, he seems kind of dry. And, like, he's the type of person that will leave with his successes. And I have to say, I think it's just probably his military mindset. Like, he's just, you know, that way. But when I met him in real life, he was really cool. He and was he was a nice cute. Guy. He was cute. Mm-hmm. And he had manners. He walked us back to our hotel. Like, oh, he made sure dope. everybody was good. It was really cool. And it was really nice to meet them. So um, I wonder if he thought he was going to be your cocktail. Hope not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that would have been funny, right? Like that I said hilarious. all that shit I said, and then I ended up fucking him. Playing this booty off. Before <laughs> we move on from Thanksgiving, I also wanted to say I saw one of my very best friends, Hannah, and I have not seen How her in forever. She? She's doing really good. She lives in New York now. Uh-huh. Um, hey, Hannah, I love you. Mandy, Kayla, Ingrid, Ev- Nehu. We had so much fun. It just felt like, you know when you're around old people? Times. Old times. People that really know you. Uh-huh. It was cool, though. That's how I always always feel when I go to Texas. I'm just like, y'all know me for real. Y'all and I know, know y'all be real. talking about me, but I don't even care. It's okay. <laughs> like, I, I love you guys. Y'all better not be talking about me. Ooh. <laughs> not in a bad way, but you know, like, you're really fucking great. Yeah. You know how that can be. Um, okay, so before we get into uh, this week's stuff, let me give you a crazy sex story. 
you said a man is not a necessity, a man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. A man is absolutely not a necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. This one is more of like our old school douchebag because this woman is freaking crazy, y'all. She lives in Argentina. She cut off her boyfriend's penis with some gardening shears. If you don't know what gardening shears are, just, you know, like if you was going to clip some bushes, some hedges, those big things that you got to use big arms with, she cut his penis off. So um, she cut the man's penis off. She is 26. Her boyfriend is 40. She claims he attacked her. He said they were playing um, a sex game, and it just went wrong. <laughs> I want to know what game it was. I want to know what game. Like, what game could you be playing where I'm going to get mad and want to cut your penis off? Like, have you guys not heard of safe words? Like, pineapple, hello. So, anyway, um, they couldn't get his penis back on, and the state prosecutor told the newspaper that it is um, very likely that Mr. Sergio has lost the ability to father children. So oh, that's just not that's cool. That's really sad. But I'm, I really want to know what happened. How like, what's you, the real story? How did this start? Like, It's just crazy. That's that's ridiculous. Like, that's I don't know. That's ridiculous. So y'all need to be careful um, out here with these crazy women and these crazy men and be careful with your sex games. Please. Maybe make it a little bit more vanilla, not so spicy. Yeah, uh, don't do that. Don't have weapons around. Um... Kiki, yeah, I have on a waist cincher right now, and I Can you literally cannot breathe. And I'm sitting here like, girl, I can't do that shit. Thomas told me to wear one when I was in New Orleans because you know I was trying to be dramatic with all my looks. Go check out my Instagram, Kiki says that if you're not already. But I was just like, I cannot breathe in that thing. I have a scar on my stomach. But it's making me wonder, like, am I doing it wrong? Because Kim be wearing hers. Kim K be rocking hers. Chloe be rocking hers. They look like they can breathe. Do I have the wrong size? But they sound like they can't breathe, though, so I don't know. So so that's just like a universal thing. When you wear a waist cincher, you just can't breathe. I think so. Maybe it is the wrong size, but I just feel like I can't do it no more. And it almost makes me feel fatter. It doesn't make it me does. feel smaller. I'm, like, it sitting doesn't. down. There's, like, a triangle at the bottom. And you got to sit all weird and, like, lean back. <laughs> it's too much. It's uncomfortable. Do you want to take a I break? I might take it, take it off, it off. <laughs> at one of our breaks. Yeah. Oh, girl. Mm-mm. Bless your heart. Okay. Well, anyway, moving <laughs> on to today's subject. So this one is a little, a little bit more serious than like our other ones but yeah. we just thought because of everything that was going on we should touch on rape culture rape culture y'all uh some people don't know what rape culture is because i will say i when i was when i started hearing the term when Charlemagne the god talked about it i didn't really know what um rape culture was do you have like the wikipedia yeah definition? let me um let me tell y'all what wikipedia says because they probably have the best one at first i was going to go to urban dictionary but um you know how that can be it could just be a little urban yeah okay so rape culture is a sociological concept used to describe a setting in which rape is pervasive and normalized due to societal attitudes about gender and sexuality so it's kind of like i guess to break that down into layman's terms rape culture is just making these rapey things okay when it's really not okay when it's like saying certain things acting a certain way it's not okay it's not okay. When and the culture makes you think it is. The co- And it's crazy because it's like, 
when you look at hip hop culture, I love hip hop. I do love hip hop. I want to make that clear. Uh-huh. They make it really okay. When you listen to some of the lyrics of the songs, mm-hmm. it's just like, how can you not be out listening to a, a song with grabbing your booty or? A I mean, bitch? and I like some of that stuff. I I'm like not gonna act like I don't. But, like, bitch, but, bend it over. Let me see what you're working with. I li- I like it. But it's like you know you but bend over and you see what you're working with. And could you imagine if a dude can put his finger in your in your butthole? Like, whoa. <laughs> I just process what you said. Like, yeah, but it's like all of that, like the victim blaming, mm-hmm. the slut shaming, the objectification, all of that falls under rape culture. And it's just like, at what point do we stop and be like, this shit ain't okay? It's, I'm not going to change my music. I'll be honest. Let me just go ahead and put that out there. At least you're honest. I mean, who is going to change? Honestly, rape culture probably ain't going to change because people don't. I just sometimes with all of this stuff happening, Harvey Weinstein. Let's start with Bill Cosby. Yes. Harvey Weinstein. Today, Mark, Mike Lauer. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer from NBC. Y'all got to be careful with how you are touching people and what you are saying to people. Even even women like there are things that I know I have said to people. And you don't realize that you can really be making somebody feel uncomfortable. It happens mostly to women. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we just are supposed to accept it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it happens more often than not. And mm-hmm. sometimes, as sad as it sounds, it's like, when it doesn't happen, I notice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, he doesn't, he hasn't said anything inappropriate. Nobody was flirting with me. And then we've even had these conversations where we'll share stories about stuff that has happened, conversations that we've had. And we're just like, oh, well, that's what it's like being a woman. And it just is what it is. And it's like, what can you do about it? Can you do anything about it? Does it really bother you? Does it not? I don't know. The Matt Lauer thing, um, funny before I left uh, to come here, people at work, three men, mm-hmm. were getting together to talk about, um, they were sending out like a memo and like a new dress code. You guys, I work at a radio station. People wear whatever the fuck they want to wear to work, especially me. Are people coming in inappropriate though? Not really. I'm probably the most inappropriate person. Oh. But it's like, you've se- I wear the same clothes I wear all the time. You don't pay me $100,000. I'm not buying two wardrobes. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um. But they were talking about dress code and, like, other policies and just maybe reiterating the stuff that was already in there. Um, And I was just like, first of all, why are three men writing this? Why aren't any women involved in the conversation? Because you guys are taking it from your point of view. And not to say that your thoughts are invalid. Mm -hmm. But it's like, well, let's bring a woman in to talk about some of the stuff that you guys do. Because for me at work, there are plenty of times where people are asking me about my sex life. And sometimes it's uncomfortable. And then other times I don't mind because it'll stem from a conversation talking about this podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talk about. So if it's in that context or they bring something up, sometimes it's okay. But then other times it's like, I'd rather you write in an email mm-hmm. or just communicate with me online. Like, I don't really want to talk at work about it. And then they'll they'll just ask me personal questions. I can come in regular, mm-hmm. bring my makeup into my office, do my makeup before I leave work. And everyone's like, oh, Kiki, you got a date tonight? You look nice. You look good. I was walking down the hall the other day. This man, he didn't think I heard him. I asked him what he said to see if he was going to repeat himself. Mm-hmm. He says, damn, Kiki, you're getting kind of thick. See, that's one of the, that's one of them ones where you could yeah. go to HR. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I'm HR, and you know we ain't got a real <laughs> HR. So, like, imagine me, the sex podcast girl, is HR. But anyway, yeah, he said that, and I was like, "What'd you say?" And he didn't say a word. And then later, he came to my office. He said, "You know what, Kiki? I said something to you in the hallway, and I heard you say what you say, and I caught myself because I realized it was very inappropriate, and I apologize." So I said, "You know what? Cool. You apologize. It's really not that that big of a deal for me. Mm-hmm. But you don't really know me like that. It could have been a big deal. Mm-hmm. You don't know my story. You yeah. don't know my life." Yeah. You know, but that kind of stuff happens all the time, especially for me, because I work in such a male dominated place. Mm -hmm. How is it for you with work? I know it's been a while. Um, It's been a minute Um, for me with work. I only work with men. It's very rare. Mm. I think we have like three female pilots. So it's very rare that. And you're the only flight attendant? I'm the only. I mean, we have other flight attendants, but on a plane, it's only one flight attendant. So it's me and like two old ass men. I've never had anyone say anything. Like, I'm okay with the sweetie and the honey and stuff with certain guys. Some of them really feel like they're your dad. You feel like they're your dad. But I've never had anyone like say anything sexual towards. You know what? There was one guy who was like. We, he kept wanting me to come to dinner with him because, you know, we have our layovers. And when we get off that plane, girl, I go my separate way. I'm not trying to see y'all no more. When we get to the hotel, they don't see me. It's like I don't want to hang out with y'all. Y'all are old. It's not like when I worked in Miami and everyone was young and cute. Yeah. So I go. There was this one guy. He was like, let's go to dinner. He would text my work phone. Let's go to dinner. Emailed me. Let's go to dinner. And I didn't say anything about it. I just thought it was weird. But it was mm-hmm. now looking back at it, if I would have gone to HR and been like, he keeps like basically harassing me to go to dinner. And I don't know if he wants me to not be left out or if he feels like I'm left out and mm-hmm. I won't speak up. But I had told him, no, I'm not going to dinner. And he got mad. Girl, he it was got cool. mad. He got mad. He was having an attitude the next day. And he was this super old white dude. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? And I talked to another flight attendant. She said he did the same thing to me. And I'm just like, I wonder why he's doing like, does he not want to be alone? Or is it like a sexual thing happening here? I wonder. I'm glad nothing happened. I'm glad nothing happened either. But speaking about like being glad that nothing happened today, I was talking with my sister and a couple of days ago, I was talking with my mom and my brother. We were just having a whole conversation about rape culture and all this rapey shit that's happening. And mm. people are really coming out. Um, Harvey Weinstein. Sometimes I look at it and I look at the victims that have accused him and I want to know their full side of the story. Uh-huh. Like, cause you see these successful actresses coming out and saying, you know, he pulled his dick out in front of me or he said, do this for this role. Mm-hmm. Did you do it? Because it, people need to hear that story. Not, he didn't force you to do it. And not, please be clear, y'all. I'm not trying to say that what Harvey Weinstein did was okay. What he did was wrong. It's, it's rapey. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sometimes I want to hear the full story so that young girls can know if someone in a high place does tell you, oh, you know, suck my dick and you can get this role. Don't don't take that role. You don't have to do that. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. And people need to share those stories, even though it might be embarrassing. I've been in situations like that where people want you to do things for something. And my parents did just kind of instill in me, you don't have to do things you don't want to do. Did I always not do the things? No, I didn't. I did them. But I, I mean, sexual intimidation is real it and it is. happens. Even like, I can say, I haven't always spoken up. Like, people have said things to me, maybe not touched me or like pulled a dick out or mm-hmm. done anything like that. But there have been times when there were conversations being had, questions being asked. Or just even standing too close where I felt uncomfortable, but because that intimidation factor was there, I was too scared, I guess, to speak up and say something. Because, and I think that that's difficult for some people, especially being the woman, being the one intimidated. Mm -hmm. Because if it's just you and him, 
and you know that this man is stronger than you and you don't know what can happen you just never know if things can take a turn for the worst so sometimes you do keep quiet and it's but sad that's what I'm to saying. be with that the way. actresses in specific oh, no, I, it's like yeah, you still took that role and you're sitting you're you're telling what he did but can you tell us what you did too and what did you get out of and it? what did you get out of it? you got a career and i'm not like i said i'm not saying it's okay you know how people be want to be quick to get offended i'm not saying it's okay what i'm saying is share your story so that people can learn from it mm-hmm. there was a guy i can't remember the name of the magazine this is when i had like first came to atlanta maybe it was my second year in school in atlanta i met this guy at the club old ass dude he was probably like our parents age and i was like 18 or 19 uh-huh. he did a ma- he has a magazine he still has this magazine i can i wish i could remember the name of the magazine but it'll come to you it'll come to me but there is a girl that we went to high school with and she's always posting naked pictures and she really don't need she's like lingerie kind of chubby you know what i'm talking about mm. She mm-hmm. does. She poses for his magazine and stuff, hmm. and other girls do. A lot of beautiful girls do. And um, <laughs> he saw me in the club, and he was like, "You'll be perfect for this magazine." I'm thinking uh-huh. it's like a real legit type of organized magazine. thing. Is it just a bunch of naked girls, scantily clad girls? It's like some of them are in lingerie, some of them are naked. There are some like video vixens in it, mm-hmm. and so I didn't know that at first. And he told me to meet him at a hotel at the W in downtown, and no Buckhead. So I went, I go to the room, and looking back, and I, this was stupid as hell. I go, because he could have done something more than what he did. So I get to the room, and I'm so excited. I have, like, my resume. I'm, like, ready. like Ready ooh. to really get some work done. Yeah. He shows me the magazine, and I'm already kind of like, ooh, this might not be. He's like, okay, so take your clothes off. And I was like, wait, is this, like, the, is this how this goes? Because he mm-hmm. was acting really professional before it happened. And he was like, yeah, this is how it goes, and then I'm going to take my clothes off. And I was what? like, and I'm going to leave. It was like a thing where it was like, okay, I don't I'm need to take my clothes off. And I'm going to take my clothes off so I can see how comfortable you are with it. Cause that's like the industry that this is. And I was like, never mind. He's a predator. You're a predator. And I was like, wow. But I left. I wasn't like, mm-hmm. well, that's good that you left because yeah. obviously everybody ain't leaving. Everybody ended up in the max. Like what the fuck you, you want to take your clothes off and me take my clothes <laughs> off. Like, is this one of those hidden camera porn productions? Like that's how I would start feeling. And like, I don't need my family to see me on Pornhub. I don't need that. And I was just like, Oh no, that's why I just encourage the women share your story. Like, th- yeah. I wonder if it's difficult it has to, to share your difficult. story. Like, I wonder if any of these women have ever um, felt like they have come to terms with whatever it was that happened mm-hmm. to where they can share it. Because I do think that there's something in sharing that story. Like, um, I had a conversation with a family member one time, and I was just like, you know, sometimes I think you have trouble relating to us because I know you've been through some things. But you you talk about things in a way where we can't relate to you. But because I know that you've been there, mm-hmm. I just wish you would share that and share your experience. Cause it's so much easier to listen to somebody who, you know, has been through it mm-hmm. or who tells you their experience going through it versus somebody who you feel like, Oh, she don't know what she's talking about. She's never experienced this, that sort of thing. I just wish more people could somehow find the courage. But again, I don't know what it's like to be in that situation. So, so have you ever been in a situation where you were like, Ooh, this is not okay oh yeah lots of times and I'd say like honestly rarely have I spoken up about it Mm -hmm. at the time like there have been times where I spoke up about it to somebody else later like even when I was in Dallas forgot about this when I was in Dallas I was leaving Taylor's apartment to go to my mom's house Mm -hmm. I took an Uber right um 
The Uber driver picks me up from Sandra's place. Mm-hmm. We go to Taylor's to get my bag. That's literally like a five-minute drive, you guys. It's a mile apart. I come back down with my luggage from Taylor's apartment, and he is sitting in the car, and he had his phone out, and he was, like, snapping pictures of me. Are you serious? Yeah, and so I was just like, I saw it, and I started to get out of the car because I was like, this guy is a creep. But I said, fuck it. I'll chance it because I'm running late. I'm trying to make it to my brother's basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard he ain't that good. So I don't know how long he's actually <laughs> going to be in the game. So I just got to hurry up and get there on time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of sat back. And so, like, the whole ride, he was like, oh, um, so what do you do out there in Atlanta? Like, asking me all these questions. Um, so, truth be told, I plug the podcast. You know, I always do. So it's like, yeah, he was like, oh, you got to text me all your information. I'm going to give you my number because, you know, the Uber number that you get is not really my number. Nigga, I know. Right. We know that by now. Yeah. Like most people know that I'm not dumb. So he was just talking to me and he's like giving me all these compliments. And it was just it was uncomfortable. He never touched me or did anything. But him just sitting there taking the pictures with his phone, like turned to the side. It was like inappropriate. So, I mean, I made it home safely. He told me he would take me and my girls out and he could come pick us up because he knows where I stay and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So I kindly sent an email to Uber. You did? Yeah, I told on him. It was a free ride, which is good because that was like a $40 Uber ride. But, and you know, I didn't even do something it for from the that. refund. It was like, you really can't do that. And because I'm already in your car, I should have spoken up. But Sometimes. even though I didn't, like, he could have done that when we already on the highway. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. That time, there have been other times just, like, being out or, like, for instance, you might be dating a guy, right? Or, like, back in the day, you would have a guy, mm-hmm. and we would all go out with him and his friends, and then we end up at somebody's house. Like, you know these mm-hmm. people. But the friends are there. So you might go off into another room and then I'm there left with the friends. The friends are inappropriate. And it's like, okay, I should get up and leave or Mm -hmm. I should say something. But you just feel uncomfortable. And it's like sometimes it's because you're young and dumb. And then Mm -hmm. other times you just feel intimidated. And other times it's just I think it's kind of shock sometimes. But Mm -hmm. there have been plenty of times where I felt like this isn't okay. And I will say sometimes it's the environment and the people that make you feel like Uber. You're definitely going to say something because I'm in the car with you and you could just. Where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? Like, I'm glad that you told because he going to learn from that. I used to um, volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club Uh and not the Boys and Girls Club, Big Brother, Big Sister. And when I started there, I went there because I was new, met my little sister. I met the people that worked in the Miami, the Fort Lauderdale office and they took pictures of me with they took pictures of all the big sisters and big brothers we had like a school date with our littles and we were there and they took pictures and you know decorated the office with it Mm -hmm. so one of the guys that worked at i when i tell you i can't believe this happened and i really like i remember i hit up kenny to see if i had a lawsuit on my hand Mm -hmm. so he um he the guy sees this guy sees a picture of me on the wall at big sister little big brother big sister we know what you're about (laughs) finds he's asked somebody what my name was and I got this story because we ended up having to get my aunt since on sits on the board of Big Brother Big Sister, so it was a big deal. So, anyways, he finds my file. I never met him. He found my file, girl. Called with all me your with all, my you home address. Check. Yeah, everything. He calls me. I get a. Whoa. F- it was like nine o'clock at night. I'm home by myself, and the house I used to live in in Fort Lauderdale was super pretty, but it was super scary if you're there by yourself because it was all glass doors. Mm-hmm. So he calls and he's make a long story short. He's like, is this Medina? This is such and such from Big Brother, Big Sister. I found your file and I thought you were beautiful. They put your picture up on the wall. And I'm really just calling to see if like I could take. 
inappropriate. That's I, rapey. That is rapey. I don't even know what you look like, sir. You could be outside of my door. Girl! That is, I really thought you were about to say he found you on Facebook. No, he got my information, called me. He got, he ended up getting fired. Like, I they bet. brought me in. They were like, we're so sorry. They probably thought I was going to, like, have a lawsuit against, but it was just one of those things. That's rapey, sir. That's rapey, and you should have known that. Yeah, like, you can't, you can't do stuff like that. Can't do Sometimes it. Sometimes I think people think that they're just going after what they want, but it's like, you're being fucking weird. You cannot do that. You cannot. If I didn't give you my number, you can't have it. Don't There's steal other it. ways to try and get in contact with me if you haven't met me in person. But a phone number, and I know you went through my file. And, and you I saw my you address. Saw all of my personal information. Like, that's scary. That's, that's crazy. That's I mean, rapey. I like to Google people and find out their information, but I'm not popping up at your <laughs> house. I'm not going to call somebody if you didn't give me the number. Like, I know that that's, that's a bit much, but it's like, okay, but you do your crazy on your own. Yeah. You don't bring that out into the real world. What the fuck? What the fuck? And he learned a lesson that day because yeah, that hard. ass got smooth, let go. They were like, he would never. He is such a great employee. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's too bad. That's too bad. You can't do that. Y'all speak up. And I get it. Like, there are times when you don't want to speak up, depending on what it is. Like, mm-hmm. if Jay-Z grabs your booty, you probably don't want to tell nobody. Yeah, because then everybody's going to be looking at you. But you know what? That brings me to something. Victim blaming. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times, um, people will blame the victim. Mm-hmm. And they'll, like you say, like, if I could come out and say, oh, I was out last week um, drinking with my friends. I left with this guy, and he raped me. So then a lot of people under just knowing that much, they're be like, well, what does she have on? Why did she go home with him? She didn't know him. Why would you go to somebody's house if you didn't want to have sex with him? Like you shouldn't have done that. And like, we get all of that. We mm-hmm. all know that you should be more cautious. You shouldn't speed, but that doesn't, you want people to feel, so, you don't want people to come down on you because you got a speeding ticket. Like it's, it's lots of things that can lead up to something, but just because you're in the wrong place or you made bad decisions doesn't mean that you deserve to be assaulted mm-hmm. or to be harassed or anything like that. And it's frustrating to me when people blame the victim for different like sexual things that can happen to them. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we all know you should be smart, but that doesn't make it okay. It never makes it okay for somebody to do something wrong to you. It doesn't. It it doesn't. And um, oh, I just hate sharing all these stories, and then people are gonna be like, "This bitch got another damn story, you little hoe." Don't well, stories are good, girl. This just and you. I don't know if you were there this night, but you know the guy, athletes. Like athletes are well known athletes. It's like mm-hmm. you you don't want to speak up when something happens because people love athletes. You mm-hmm. don't want to hear that somebody rape a, a huge athlete rape somebody or beat somebody. You don't. You just don't want to hear don't. it. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to believe the girl. But I remember there was a time me and my homegirl <laughs> Jaina we went to the strip club and I think you were there. Mm-hmm. We got super drunk and um like su- you know how we used to drink, y'all. Kiki and I used we to used to throw it down. fucking drink like okay like being like how did we even get home? There yeah, was and it there was, was no normal. Uber. It's so sad. It was, yeah. That was like an everyday thing. Every day, not weekend, every day. Okay. Oh, it's Tuesday. Well, I guess we going here. <laughs> Tipsy it's Tuesday. Wednesday. This is where we gonna be. Like we had a routine. <laughs> <laughs> so we it was one of them nights, and I think you were there. I'm not sure. It was a whole entire group of us hanging out with some athletes. And um we were at a strip club. We all got separated somehow, and me and one of my other girlfriends ended up at his house. All I know is I woke up in the morning. She was in the basement. It was a basement made into a room. She mm-hmm. was in there and she was naked. I was in his bed and I had mud on my feet. Mud? I had mud on my feet. And I kept having these flashbacks and I was like, okay, wait. So me and my girlfriend are talking about it like, 
I was like, yeah, I was like, do you, do you know what happened? Like, she was like, no, I don't know what happened. So I was like, he wasn't there. No one was there. So we're going through the trash can. I was like, let's go through the trash can and see if there's condom wrappers. There was mm-hmm. condom wrappers. We couldn't remember shit, Kiki. Like, I'm sitting here like, I can't, t- we can't tell anyone. Because we don't know what the fuck happened. we don't know what the fuck happened. We drank entirely too much. And everyone's going to be like, y'all shouldn't have been drinking that much. And quite frankly, I was saying that. I was like, I don't even know how, why we got like this. Like, I don't even know how our, how we got left. I don't know how we got. It was just one of those things where it was like, we can't say anything. Yeah. But you shouldn't really feel like that. Because if you feel like somebody went up inside of your pussy, mm-hmm. you should be able to be like, hey. That's not okay. To this day, we don't know what happened. And I'm not, like, affected by it in a way where I'm like, I need to. But Talk it was just like, it. whoa, Jay, do you know what happened? She was like, mm. And, you know, it's sad. And it's really embarrassing to it's admit. It's embarrassing. I've done that, too. And it's just like, wow. I got so drunk. I had, like, there have been times where I know I had sex. But I don't remember it. And I only know because I knew I wasn't going to his house without fucking him. And it's like, <laughs> I'm going like to see the Like, before you got drunk. Yeah, like, it was always the plan. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it wasn't a rapey thing, but it was just like, what if it was? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember that. I've had a conversation with somebody, and they were like, how can anybody have sex and not remember it? And so, I'm just sitting there uncomfortable, like, yeah. <laughs> bitch, do you drink? <laughs> like, hello? Have you had a life? Have you lived? Right. Because it happens, and it's sad, and it's embarrassing, and I would never want anyone to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Tipsy sex is fun, I'll admit. Tipsy. But, like, being so drunk, you can't remember it. You can't even remember it. Or, or that you wake up and throw up, and you're like, you fucked me, nigga? Like, with this vomit in my hair? Like, what the fuck? That's a or rapey up, situation. Like, yeah. Waking up at somebody's house, and you don't know. I remember I left a, a another strip club <laughs> story. I left a strip club with this guy i was at his house and it was like far i was on my period like it was like one of the last days so i had a, mm-hmm. a panty liner and i had a tampon when i woke up the tampon was gone and i was just like well did i take it out did he say i don't know what happened and i'm just like and something in you won't lot- ask like something just makes you not want to ask. ask there was another time i fucked this fine man oh he's fine y'all like he's one of the finest men i know and i had sex with him like two or three times I was so drunk. One time I had flashbacks. Another time I didn't remember. And then I was even more embarrassed because I couldn't remember. I just have, like, it's like a movie. Like, you know, when a movie mm-hmm. fades to black and then you wake up the next day. It was like that, but that was real life. So I don't know what happened in the black part. But I walked back to his room and, like, we were kissing and stuff. And I don't know what happened. And then the next morning I wake up, not at his house. I was at a friend's house. Mm -hmm. He had a flight to catch. So he took me to my friend's house. I don't remember any of this. And then he went to the airport to fly back because he had like a, I don't know. He had a game. He had probably practice because it was summertime. Mm -hmm. But it was like, how do I not remember that? And then the first time I had sex with him, it was the same thing. I was too drunk and I had sex with him. And it's just like little flashes, like a flash of me kissing him. A flash and him sometimes the pussy. flash can come like a week later, and you're like, "Oh yes," and it's just like, "Whoa!" Then I have to ask myself, "Did that really happen, or did or am I, I make making it up? it up?" My friend asked another friend, "Like, did Kiara um, have sex with him?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I'm just like, "Bitch, why did you ask?" Because that makes it even worse. Like, we just should have left it a mystery, but now I know. Man, that it's is embarrassing. It's and embarrassing, it's, and it really like is, I feel embarrassed for myself. Like, why did mm-hmm. I make those choices? Why did I make? Th- I was when my sister and I were having this conversation today, and I told her that story about the football player who everyone in Atlanta knows. And it, she was just like, I never knew that happened to you. I was like, it was, it, that shit is embarrassing to say because it is. you don't, you just don't know what happened. But then that brings me to like, 
young men and grown ass men. You cannot do that. Like, no matter how much the woman drinks, if I ever have a son, you have got to know, unborn son, if the bitch is drunk, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave if it's it alone. meant to happen, it'll happen. Don't have bitches out here wondering if you fucked them. Like, right. j- just because it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense. That shit is not sexy. It's not. And then, like, half the time, and I don't know if this is true for you, but as I'm thinking about it, it happened with niggas who don't drink that much mm-hmm. or don't drink at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yep. bitch, you were not fucking drunk. It's a little bit more understandable when we both throwing it back. Right. And we both, and we're, up, like, and we both don't know what happened. Okay. But you know what happened. It's like you planned this. Like you wanted me to get wasted when really I didn't even have to be wasted. <laughs> I would have just busted wide open. Like I mean, that's not true for everybody. But... Yeah, like I, I had done my stretches and I've been doing Kegels all week preparing for Friday. Like, what? I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't know if it like makes you feel good or if you if you just don't want to have like a. I don't even know what because I I'm when I tell you like if I wake up and I don't remember that means my shit was like I was just my whole body was limp like so what yeah, I'm was just like was it fun? To <laughs> you? Do you like fucking dead fish? Because I really like to put on a show, right, girl? I don't know, but we're gonna take a quick break. And then we'll be back to talk more rape culture. Okay, guys, I want to remind you all of a little website that we kind of lost track of. It's called Patreon. Mm. So Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash cocktails, like our show is spelled. And it's just a, a site that will help you to support us on the show. You can just go pledge some money. It charges you on the first of the month. You put in whatever. You guys, you can make a payment as little as a dollar a month. Yeah. Like, anything will really help. Like, we have ads sometimes. We would like some more. But, you know, just we pay for this. We enjoy doing the show. But we we know that you enjoy listening. And we appreciate it. So go ahead and um, go on there and pledge some dollars. If you can. If you can and you can. And also, <laughs> you guys. If you can and you can. <laughs> you can click the link. Kiki and I both have one up on our websites. Uh-huh. And you can click that link. It makes it really easy. You just pledge your money. We'll mm-hmm. give you a little shout out because it will let us know when you pledged. Yeah, we'll appreciate it. And it also has things on there like depending on how much you pledge, you might get some bonuses. It's not going to oh. be our nudes, but I mean, maybe if it's $1,000, I'll think something. about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me stop. Okay, and now let's get back to the show rapiness that is uh it's really intense and it the more that this starts to happen i i be shaking in my boots like who's next yeah be, girl, women are coming out and they coming for your throat i think it's sad that this is happening so much but a part of me is happy that the women are finding strength in numbers mm-hmm. to go ahead and be like this isn't okay i need to speak up yeah you know because you just never know who has happened to I know plenty of people who have been assaulted and raped and when they share their stories sometimes it's like wow I had no idea Mm -hmm. and sometimes like some people are okay and they know how to deal with it or they've dealt with it already Mm -hmm. and then other people it's like wow a lot of your decisions now I get it because you had you've been violated Mm -hmm. in such a personal way that I totally get how you operate the way you do or you don't value yourself or you don't value men or other women or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. It's just really sad. It's, it is really sad. It's disheartening. 
Um, I wanted to ask you this when the whole Bill Cosby stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. Did you ever like put yourself in the like in a scenario with Bill Cosby? If you were like 21 and like a 55 year old Bill Cosby was like, hey, you want to come to my house tonight? Do you think you would go? I would go to his house. Yes. You would go to his house. To Bill old Cosby. ass Bill Cosby. Yes. Okay. I went on a trip with an old ass man. So I know I would go. <laughs> um, I would be in. Y'all going to be like this basic bitch. But I'll just be really transparent with you guys because I know you're going to pledge to Patreon. So yes. thanks. Um, sometimes I just be like, there have been several points in my life where I'm just broke as fuck, right? Ooh, and so then it's just like this rich man is asking me to come over Ooh. and maybe he can help me out. So I'm just going to turn my location on on my phone mm-hmm. and take my chances. Like, if it's Bill fucking Cosby, I'm going to go up there. Now, I'm not going to drink nothing because I heard he be dropping Quaaludes in people's lemonade and stuff. But I'm going to go and I'm going to hang out and, and hopefully what we you can, can be get. friends and see what can happen. Or, you know, maybe he's not going to slide me any dollars, but we can be friends. Maybe he'll think of me when they need an extra that's going to pay a couple hundred. I mean, I'm just trying to put myself in the mind frame of some of these women. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would go there wanting to have sex with him. He's not an attractive man to me. At all. He never really was. Yeah. I know you like him, but. Yeah. I don't. He's like a sexy dad to me, but he mm-hmm. was never. I don't see fun. it. But. You know, maybe somebody did. He looked better back in the day. Anyway, going to his house, I, I think I probably would have been one of those young actresses who went over there just to see him. Like, I try and stay sober and be safe, but I want to see what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And what is Bill offering these young girls? Like, how are they getting stuff? I want to know. Yeah. Now, I might decide later. I can't really do it because I be talking a game like I'm going to really do some crazy shit for somebody. Oh, if he got you broke. in there, you doing it. Whether you well, know it or not. But he was doing them those those drugs. Were those women? I don't think those women were saying they were just like willingly doing it. It wasn't like Harvey. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You oh. gonna do it because he gonna put the thing in your drink. Yeah, that's why I said I'm not gonna drink nothing. I'm just <laughs> coming to observe. No lemonade, no water. I'm just gonna be part coughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would. What What would you do? I don't know. I really don't know. Like this age, me. Have you ever dated an old man? Yeah, could do something for you. Dated an old man that could do something for me, but I was dating him. It wasn't like I, I don't even because what I'm about to say is gonna sound super ignorant because I'm about to be like I knew him, but I didn't actually know him. And even when you think you know somebody, that doesn't mean they're not out here raping people. Yeah. So I think if if it was Bill Cosby and he was that much older than me, I would already be a little bit nervous. So Mm -hmm. I think I would go, but I would take like some girlfriends it would be one of those things where you actually come and he don't know you bringing friends but you bring friends and it's like oh yeah i wonder if guys realize a lot of times that's why we're doing that it's like a safety thing i wonder too because i see a lot of guys like post stuff on instagram and they think we're just trying to bring our friends along for a free meal Mm -hmm. or some free shit or because we were really not interested but sometimes it's like bitch i met you in the club i was halfway drunk you look like a scammer. Right. I don't know if you need a green card, and I don't know if you're selling young girls on the black market. Like, it's Atlanta. It happens every day. It does. So I need backup. Yeah, I need I need some friends that ain't going to be here who are monitoring my location at all times via phone. Yeah. And then I need some friends that's going to be there because I need some eyewitnesses because you just don't know. And it's sad that it's like that, but this is the world we live yeah, in. Yeah, you're not about to package me up and ship me away. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Indecisive Diane? Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want?
Hi guys, what's up? Diana's actually still gone for her Thanksgiving vacation. So oh, nice. I know. I told her I would just kind of try to fill in for her. Um, she told <laughs> me about this place, and I actually tried it. It's called Under the Cork Tree. It's mm. a Mediterranean restaurant. It is really good. You guys have to try it out. If you're super hungry, I would say like maybe go somewhere and eat an appetizer first and then go there because they they do serve like tapas styles foods. Tapas. Tapas style foods. The address is 5600 Roswell Road, Northeast Sandy Springs, Georgia, 30342. They are open from 1130 a.m. to 10 p.m. Y'all have to go try it. And if y'all go and try it, let us know how you like it. It's super cute. So make sure you go on a date or with your girlfriends. We might need to go one day. We might need to. They have like a huge wine cellar. It is Uh so cute. Huh. Okay. Well, now it's time for advice. Um, So I have three I'll do the first one. This one is from, I think this is your real name, so I'm going to make up a name. We're going to call you Zora. Hmm. So Zora writes in and she says, I need help. So there's this guy from my past that is almost the complete package. He treats me well, wants a future with me, loves my child, and would do anything for me. But his dick is so small. It seems like it's even smaller now than it was before. Damn. The last time we had sex, I didn't feel anything. And when he went to the bathroom, I had to masturbate quickly to get off. I don't know how to explain to him that he doesn't satisfy me sexually or that his dick is small. I don't want to hurt his feelings, but this is really bothering me. I don't think he feels that his dick is small, but I don't know how because it's almost non-existent. I really would I really would like to be with him forever but this small dick shit is bothering me please help I mean I'm on I feel like I'm always the one that is gonna say the things you don't want to hear I think that you need to be thankful that you have a great guy that loves you and your children that's really hard to find not that you couldn't find it again but you should be thankful for what what he does have and he seems like a great person Um, little dicks can still please you this Get is what I'll toys. say. Yeah. Or you said that you had to quickly masturbate. Show him what you do to yourself. Mm, Let him good. do it to you. And it might feel even better. I mean, maybe not. This is one of those times where you're going to have to teach him a little thing. But it's okay if you in it for the long haul. I'm all about teaching somebody that's going to be around. Not so he can go use it on somebody. Right. And if you haven't run your kids, he's obviously going to be around, I would hope. I would hope I so don't think too. this is a and throwaway type of. What's his tongue doing? Because, you know, it's a little oral action. I'm quite sure he does foreplay if he has um, a little dick. I just feel like little dick. He better. Do more. He better. Um, he needs to just work on that. Maybe spend more time with that. It's not so much about the thrusting and pumping. And if all else fails, tell the nigga to get a strap on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> hey, ladies. Hey. Hey girl. <laughs> I'm 23 and I have had a pretty great adventurous sex life over the past several years. Mm-hmm. Sex is great. <laughs> Dating on and off is great. And I love giving blowjobs. Like seriously, I love giving a great blowjob. The know. only thing I can't get down with is when a guy goes down on me. It's only happened twice. Once on a once on a guy's mom's couch in 11th grade and once with a guy I was in a relationship with in college. I absolutely hated both experiences. I don't know if it's an insecurity thing or if someone can actually hate receiving oral, but any advice to make it more enjoyable would be amazing. Girl, you need to date Fly Guy DC. He was our guest on the last episode. Follow baby, him on Instagram. Okay. His he don't Instagram 
Instagram is I am Fly Guy DC. He be in a club. Girl, he can get you some bottles. He ain't gonna drink the liquor because he don't drink. Right. He said all he likes is the girl to give him head and he not giving you head back. You need to hit him up and it'll y'all be a perfect couple, actually. Right. They said they were arguing with me and they said that there's a lot of girls out here who don't like it. And I was like, that's because they ain't had a good experience. They don't know they're too young. Baby girl, you only 23. I think it's some good head out there, but I can only speak for myself and what I know I like and the people I've had sex with, what they like. I think you should like it, but if you don't, you don't. Yeah, find somebody who ain't really into it. Or yeah. may- if a man told you, I don't really like head, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> bitch, it's really a chore, so we good. You need to get somebody that really knows how to eat pussy. And to yeah. make it more enjoyable, you need to relax. You sound like you're a little bit nervous. Maybe get a wax. or you, If you're super hair, you can Ooh. be nervous and intense about it. Like, you know. Maybe get a wax and let a woman do it. Mm, that's that's mm-hmm. it. That's it. Have a threesome. Mm-hmm. Let the girl eat you out, and then you might you might yeah, feel better. Might shake things up. Okay, next one. Hey girls, I'll try to keep this brief. I was married for seven years, got divorced, and have been single for two. I'm on a journey of self love and confidence building. Okay. I haven't always loved myself or respected myself like I should, which is how I ended up in such a shitty marriage. I've never really been single for more than a month or two up until my divorce. I'm enjoying finding my own identity, but my friends and family are pressuring me to date because enough time has passed, in quotes. I don't want to be rude, but I need them to understand that I'm not in a space where I feel comfortable dating and I'm in no rush. How can I get this? How can I get this through their heads? I hate when people do that. It's like they're just going to have to get over it. They're probably going to be mad and they're going to keep being pushy. But you need to stand your ground because it sounds like at least, you know, like I'm really not ready to date. I know I've never been single. I don't love myself. I'm trying to love myself. Don't let these other people try and cloud your judgment. I remember I used to have a friend that would do that. She had a boyfriend and was all lovey-dovey. And she'd be like, when are you going to get a boyfriend? Bitch, when I feel like it. I have friends like that. And it's just like, That's rude. You don't know what somebody's going through. You don't. Like, let me, I'll get one when I get one. And if I don't, I don't. You can't be my friend because I ain't got no man. Well, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, you got the other one? Yeah, okay. This one says, okay, I'm the side chick. I know it's wrong, but I completely fell for him. He calls me every day and we hang out whenever we can. I would love to be in a relationship with him, but I feel that he's too scared to end his current relationship of six years. You think? He's even said that he doesn't feel bad about cheating on her because being with me feels right. It seems like I'm constantly fighting for him. Bitch, you are. It makes it so hard to end things because we're so close. Like losing a lover and a best friend. What should I do? You need to lose him. You do That's need someone to lose else's him. man. You need to stop. Cut it out. Because let me ask you this, girl. If he leaves this long-term relationship for you, are you ever really and truly going to feel secure in that relationship? There's an old saying. How you get them is how you lost them. Yeah. So that could very well be it. Now, that's not to say that that's always going to happen, but you need to think about that. Like, he keeps fucking you while he's still fucking around with her, and he feels like it's okay. If you're not okay with being a sister wife, and he can't figure out a way to make both of you guys okay with the situation, I don't know why you would want to stay there. For what? You always want leftovers? Girl, don't you want a fresh meal hot off the stove? Yeah, you need to get a fresh meal hot off the stove. And also, you know, I'd be thinking about stuff like that. Like, what if somebody did that to my mom? Like, what if somebody just snatched my mom's man from her? That's fucked up. That's fucked up. You need to let him Or what go. if you get pregnant? Then what? Mm. 
She ain't never gonna love your baby. Your baby's real. gonna be in all this dysfunction, girl. Just stop do you want to end can. up like Ludacris? And his wife. Wait, how are they? Well, you know, he had that baby on her. I mean, mm-hmm. she seems to love the baby, but do you want to have to go through that? Do you want to put, like, you can't come over for the holidays. You're not going on the vacations. It's just your baby, so you're not really getting a piece of the pie. Right. Like, girl, it's just bad. I would say just leave it alone. Give him an ultimatum. Niggas hate ultimatums, so it's going to be easy for y'all to break up. And just be like, either you leave her or I will leave. And he gonna be like, I hate ultimatums, and then you gonna have to leave, and that'll just be that. <laughs> so, so say bye to your best friend. Right. Okay. Last one for me. Um, hi, ladies. I'm a newly married woman. Congratulations. And we just celebrated a year of marriage, but my husband and I spend a lot of time apart because I travel for work, and now it's becoming an issue. My husband wants me to stay home, oops, but I work in sales always have and i cannot do my job without traveling his fear is that i may cheat or may already be cheating on him because of the oop because of the old saying how you get them is how you lose them um sorry somebody was calling me um see when my husband and i first started dating see girl look at god when my husband (laughs) and i first started dating i was in a relationship with someone else he knew this continued to pursue me won me over and i didn't officially end things with my ex before we became intimate i know it's messy but i really felt that my husband was the one so that's just how it happened i'm not cheating now and i don't plan to i'm really just traveling for work and if the and if his job didn't require him to stay in town he could have come along with me how can i assure him that i'm not going to cheat and he doesn't have to worry about that please help me girl well after what i just said well you left your other man See, girl, from the last one? This is this is guy. She left because she knew that that's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So now she wants her person, to her husband, to know, this is real. I love you. It was fucked up how we got together, but I love you. Now, your man, old girl before, he ain't trying to leave. So that's a totally different thing. With this guy, I think, ooh, I don't know. This is going to be hard to mm-hmm. get him to trust you. But it's just like, damn, nigga, why are you here? I'd probably be disrespectful. Don't listen to me. Listen to Medina. She got a man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, okay, with that, because it would be hard to trust somebody that was cheating and then you back. But he did decide to be with you, and you decide to be with him. So I think you're going to have to prove yourself. In, in a but situ- how? You what just going to have do? to do the things that he wants to do. And he's asking you where he's, – because he's probably going to be, okay, where are you really going? Let me see your phone. You just got to he do it. FaceTime you all day, girl. Get an extra battery pack. Because he ain't going to be with that. Because oh, I'm saying died. you have to do it because she wants to be with him. If you didn't yeah. want to be with him, it would be like, okay, I'm leaving. Fuck you. But you want to put an air on. I know. I didn't even know they had air vents in here. <laughs> shit is changing. Is it changing for the better, though? <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. That felt good, though, a little breeze. Those little were some good air. advice letters this week. They were. Um, well, shout out to you guys. If you guys ever want some advice from us. Um, Send it cocktails.atl at gmail.com and um if you don't want to send an email you can dm us um your question but we really prefer email because it's easier to print now it's time for our cocktail you're gonna have to go first uh-huh uh-huh Long ago, I was a ho, 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 was a ho, 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 ho. So I, I really feel 
like I just be eating my words on this <laughs> show. Yes, like that's how bad it is. Like, do you ever listen back to the episodes and it's just like I said this last week and now I'm backpedaling like I'm such a hypocrite. Well, I talk shit about this nigga that I used to fuck with and how I don't give a fuck about him. Well, he's mm. back. So I fucked him. So I had anal sex. I thought you didn't like that. I don't. <laughs> that's why I'm making this face with my hand on my hip. So I ended up having sex with like kind of an ex. Um, right before Thanksgiving and I went to his house, we were supposed to have a conversation, but because I knew that I was going to hear some things in the conversation that I didn't want to hear, I waited to have the conversation after we finished our business. Mm-hmm. But, um, we were having regular sex and it was cool. Like missed a couple fights. It's all right. Because, you know, we just needed to rekindle some things. Okay. It's been a long time. And like, he's not the best sex I ever had, but he's definitely number two. So that's okay because number one was going to be busy when I got to Texas. So I was just like, you know, things are working out in my favor. Look at favor. So I end up having sex with this guy and things are going great. Then he's like, okay, turn around. Okay, fine. You know, I'm all for doggy style. I like doggy style. It's the greatest. Well, bitch, it wasn't no regular dog style. It was a dirty doggy style. He put his finger in my butt, right? So I'm like, okay, a little finger isn't so bad. I can, I can handle a finger. <laughs> Girl, next thing I know, I feel a penis knocking at the back door. And I am just like, oh, my God. Like, what are you doing? Did you move? Yeah, but then I was scared to move because I thought I was going to be paralyzed, which I know is crazy, but that's really how I was feeling. I was just like, oh, my God. Then I thought back to Kevin Hart and his little stand-up thing where he was like, you got to have a safe word, and he'd be yelling out pineapple. So I literally yelled out pineapples. <laughs> and I was like, we didn't discuss the safe word. So I'm looking back like, we should have talked about a safe word. He was like, it's okay. And I should have known something was going on because he had reached from some secret compartment, I don't know, right out of thin air and was putting lube on me. But I'm like, you know, my kitty cat is wet. So I don't know what you need that for because I'm good to go. But I didn't realize it was just, like, all on my booty. It just felt good. You know, you ever had somebody put a little lube, a little massage? It feels good, yeah. like, without any sex. It just feels good dripping down your body. So, yeah, put that back there. Stuck his dick inside of me, and he was just like, you just need to take it. Which I guess, you know, in hindsight, it's a little rapey. But I didn't feel rapey, <laughs> you guys. It was okay. It was totally okay. You know, I was scared to do it, but it was all right. I, I, I wasn't totally violated just my asshole was annihilated so he um he stuck his dick in me and i i thought about you this is so weird so i thought about you because you said you know at first it hurt but then after a while it feels good you Mm -hmm. know so i kept waiting for that moment i'm sitting there like a little bitch like i was laying there like a starfish you guys just flat Mm -hmm. leg spread and i was like i can't move because if i move like have you got do you know what an anal no he's wrong do you know what an anal prolapse is no I want everybody listening to Wait, is that when Google. it collapses and the dick will be stuck inside? No, that's when your anus basically falls out. So I kept thinking that that was going to happen. Google it and see it. It's gross. Don't Google it on your work computer. You're going to get fired. But <laughs> I thought that was going to happen. So I was, like, scared to move. Then I kind of loosened up a little bit. And I was like, I'm not drunk enough for this shit. And then he was just like, it's going to be okay. And so he was like, try- and I was just like, take it out. So then, like, I donkey kicked him. It was bad. You but know, then we cuddled later, and it was all right. Was so, your booty, like goopy because you know how sometimes it's goopy i said i think i'm gonna shit on you (laughs) and then i was screaming like oh my god i think my asshole is tearing like i think it tore a little bit 
you know it definitely hurt i couldn't shit right i was really gassy that's crazy <sighs> the key to it is when the guy puts his dick all in your ass it can't be like a he can't like thrust like sex he has to put it all the way in it was and like then in like and then like a like a little but he has to put it all the way in because then yeah, it's like okay but there's I kept- I was, I was, it was a violent situation. It was not sexy. And then you don't but have to move it that there. much. It's just like a little flick. It's like a little. Like yeah. A, yeah, he did that. But I was still like, I feel like my, my actual, the rim. It's just not. It's not ready. Mm-hmm. It needs to be stopped. Maybe you should have licked my ass. He didn't lick my ass. He skipped that part. He was just pouring lube all Astro Glide everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm no longer a virgin of the ass. What can I say for my husband? Lord nothing it'll go back your little booty hole will go back i mean it was still there it never (laughs) left that's why it tore i was gonna have to get stitches bitch i'm gonna have to Ooh, girl i feel so bad y'all because my (laughs) cocktail this week is not juicy like kiki's um um i i I, uh i haven't been sleeping well because i know and i wish i could say that it was because all this great sex that me and my man is having but no it's because he snores so fucking loud and farts and burps and makes every other type of noise that shrek makes and i can't sleep yeah (laughs) i've been calling him that little baby shrek and then i go sleep in the living room and and it's because that so so did you fix it like what are you still sleeping in the living room? I mean, sometimes I'll just I'll hurry up and go to I'll be like, Carlos, I'm going to sleep first. I'm going to sleep. I try to I go to sleep first. If I'm already asleep, it won't bother me. But most of the time after I get in the shower, wash my face, brush and floss my teeth, I'm all the way back awake and I'm in the bed like. Yeah. You can't get him none of those things that go up your I nose. think that's going to I'm going to get him that some stockings. Well, that's still going to be noisy because they got to wear that mask yeah i think some stocking stuff is going to be something for snoring because it's literally (laughs) it's ridiculous i'm coming over for christmas i gotta see him open this (laughs) that's funny y'all make sure y'all uh patreon check it out make some donations please really appreciate and if you don't want to go on patreon because you're gonna forget your card gonna get declined on the first which i understand you can paypal us money we both got paypal Mm -hmm. you can cash app us Mm. we hate to sound like begging assholes but you know we're not yeah we're, we're giving you a product hell and you like it that's like, what itunes says else, okay that's what, that's what the people be saying and remember speaking of itunes rate review and subscribe leave some comments if you're listening on soundcloud since we made the switch over i see we get a lot of listeners there which is good so leave some comments yes comment on our instagram at cocktails podcast i'm kiki said so i'm medina monroe and until next week you guys goodbye Bye. i'm sorry but the person you called has a voice oh mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.
Bye. Bye. Wait on the track. Wait on the track.